Hello, welcome to the next exclusive episode of the Talk Norwich City podcast. I feel genuinely grateful, humbled and privileged to have this man on the podcast today. He leaps like a salmon, one of, if not the most epic football journeys of all time, from Sierra Leone to the Premier League, on air with Talk Norwich City, all the way from Colorado, USA, it's Kai Kamara. Firstly, Kai, thank you so much for coming on the TNC podcast. How are things with you? Uh, good. I think actually after the intro, uh, intro like that, you need a drum roll. You know, where I walk, <laughs> where I where I walk in. <laughs> <laughs> we set fireworks <laughs> off and everything. Definitely. No, thank you. Thank you so very much. Thanks for uh, inviting me on the on the show. I appreciate that. No, nah, Tom, it's an absolute pleasure. You've been on my wish list for a long time, so I'm pleased that we finally got the deal over the line, so to speak. Kai, let's let's kick things off. Let's get you in the Norwich City frame of mind. But before that, let's take you right back to the beginning. Um, of course, born and raised in Sierra Leone, you immigrated to the United States as a teenager. Yep. Um, yep. It, it, it says on the, on the World Wide Web that you immigrated because of a civil war. Is that true? Uh, yes, you know, um, obviously born in Sierra Leone and grew up in Sierra Leone. Uh, my mom left, I was about six years old. And right after she left in 1990, the Civil War broke out. So, wow. you know, wasn't able to leave for a long time. So I kind of, we, I grew up there. I lived through the the war. You know, it's kind of very vivid for a, a kid to grow up in situations like that you're actually you're special because i've I've canceled these topics i don't i don't talk about them anymore uh but you know definitely uh would like to yeah uh, get back into it because you know growing up there it was tough it was really tough i mean missed a lot of school um mm. and got the opportunity really to move to the united states as a as a refugee when i was um 16 but before that i lived in the gambia because after the war kind of took a break in um and i was about 14 and we moved to gambia in a little country right yeah, yeah, yeah. inside of inside of senegal so i lived there for two years while we we're working to be accepted as uh, as refugees to uh come to the u.s and uh i was one of the few lucky ones we got accepted paperworks went through wow. and in 2000 i moved to the to the u.s i can't imagine how tough that must have been for your family and especially for for your mum to go without you, right? That must have just been incredibly hard. Yeah, no, because it was one of those where obviously she was just moving because she had the opportunity to move to the U.S. and hoping, yeah, I'm going to bring my uh, my kid right after that. Wow! But just months after she left, the war broke out and uh, all the borders, everything just shut, and it was very difficult to uh, be able to to get out. Do you think, Kai, that that has affected you? to this very day being being in that literally war being in that war zone do you do you think oh blimey i am incredibly grateful and lucky to be where i am today yeah definitely it's it's it affected me in both ways you know negative and positive um i'm gonna start with the positive really it's you know the mindset that i do have to overcome you know challenges and stuff like that it's it's so strong stronger than you know, most of, you know, people that grew up in the first world countries and, you know, even so now uh, us obviously being spoiled and having all the opportunities to to really get whatever you want, you know. So I'm able to to turn it on and off when it comes down to the obstacles that I go through in my life, you know. Um, so that's the positive from it because it made me so much stronger. You know, the negative, there's the vivid things that I saw 
as a kid that kids not supposed to see you know growing up in a civil war country mm. um you know and nightmares that followed me through you know these these days of my life still you know that still yeah <laughs> goes through your head but um you know that's part of it and i don't wish that upon anyone that's why whenever i see disasters going on around the world you kind of feel bad for the the mm. youths and the kids that have nothing to do with it yeah well we'll go on to your we'll go on to your community work and and i know that you you go back to Sierra Leone quite a fair bit so we'll definitely go back to that Kai. but let's go yeah. um let's now go to the point of you you're scouted in america and and things it's fair mm. to say t- took off for you at that point you know it was you know columbus crew san jose earthquakes sporting kansas of course who we signed you from and at that point was that your i've made it moment was it during that time in, in america which club was it that, that made you think cool oh, blimey I've, I've done it uh, journey yeah i'm just a journeyman so i've been in so many different <laughs> clubs uh, uh but your best no, one is norwich there right in the u.s uh, i have to i have to mark that down you know <laughs> Yeah, I, but being in the U.S. because you have to go to college and you go to college, well, high school first, which is, I think, secondary school, high school and then college, college, then you get drafted, which it really slows down your process of being a professional um, football or soccer player because here, by the time you get drafted, you're like 20-something, you know, so I got drafted at the age of 21 and, you know, working through these, you know, systems to make sure that you get picked. So Columbus was my first team. Uh, picked me at you know at 21 and I was like okay and it was just a grateful thing I moved to America I'm like wow this kid from Sierra Leone look at me I'm playing professional now <laughs> so going through those yeah going through those days you know it was amazing San um, Columbus to San Jose to Houston to to Kansas City so it was it was it was pretty good and it was fun I was I just thought I was living the best dream ever speaking of fun Kai and you've lived you've lived our one of what most Norwich fans dreams which is San Jose you actually ended up playing with our hero that is of course Darren Huckabee right Darren yes that's right I, sp- I still speak to him these days every once in a while he's a good boy isn't he Oh my God! Yeah, it was amazing, really. You know, because I remember when he came over there. I mean, I didn't know much about Norwich then, but knowing the fact that I was playing with this guy, he said, "You know, you played in England, the Prem." I was like, "Oh wow!" And I looked him up. I was like, "Okay, this guy's big deal." <laughs> so the day that I actually moved to Norwich, and uh, then I ran into him at, at the training grounds, and I was just like, "Wow, this is you know." I was super, super excited. Ah, oh, that's absolutely brilliant. Honestly, he is just, su- he's such a good guy. I'm pleased that you connected with him over there. And um, Kai, I want yeah. to talk about the time that you're, you're at Kansas and you get the call from Norwich because, uh, of course, I've, I've looked at all of the interviews and stuff. And it, it seemed to me like, yes, you were so super excited to come to Norwich and it was like the biggest deal ever, but you were all almost, in a sense, completely heartbroken at the fact that you were leaving almost a family that you'd created at Kansas. Yeah, no, uh, actually, I don't even know how it happened. You know, very grateful that it did happen. So when I was obviously playing in the U.S., now I'm playing in Kansas. Um, before even that, when, when actually, it, it started when Beckham moved to the U.S., you know, Beckham moved to the U.S., and then MLS started getting known all over the place. So when I would go back to Sierra Leone, I started playing for the national team in 2008, and I'll go back and all people will say, oh, we, we can't watch games from the U.S. We really love it if you move to England. And I was like, do you guys think it just happens like that? You can just move to England? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know. So, and, you know, in 2010, uh, the World Cup qualifiers was probably one of the biggest ones that Sierra Leone ever had. So I was like, all right, so we're doing good and we're, you know, we're ranked up high. And uh, now one day, a few years later, actually, I'm in preseason. 
yeah. right around this time. And my agent called and said, hey, uh, this never started anywhere. He just called. He said, hey, uh, uh, Norwich wants you. And I was like, wait, what? He's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, this, is, this is really fast. And this, was, this happened in like maybe three, four days. And I was oh. like, wait, what? I was like, uh, yes. He's like, would you like to go? He's like, it's just a loan. I was like, uh, yes, I will. And, uh, <laughs> it was, a full, well, we it was only a four-month loan, wasn't it? Yeah, it was short, really, really short. So they say we have to speak to Kansas. And I was like, I'm going in to go speak to Kansas right now. You don't even have to call me. I'm going in. <laughs> so I went straight to the coach's room. Um, and I spoke to him, who was also the general manager of the club, Peter Vermes. And I was like, oh, this is the deal. He's like, oh, well, we can't just let you go. We're getting ready for a season. So, and again, two, three days later, when I was on the flight, really to say this has happened, it was all a shock to me. It, it seems to me like you were like, I remember watching an interview where you're interviewed by one of the club journalists and, and you're, you, you seem so, so, so nervous, but in such a good, humble human way. And I think that actually then when you arrive at Norwich, we, we just, we wanted it for you. And I, I think, I think that it, it was that that made it special in a sense, but so hang on, let's just take two steps back here, Kai. So uh-huh. out of nowhere, your agent gets a call from Norwich. I don't know how where he got the call from Norwich. I don't know what players they were looking for. Obviously, they were looking for a striker. So he had partners in England. And obviously, then he mentioned, because they asked him for a striker in the U.S., and then he mentioned me. Then they looked up, you know, I guess a couple highlights. I don't know what goal kind of fell <laughs> to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then they said, yeah. So he called me and said, hey, this could be a possibility. And I was like, he's like, they want you. They're looking up your, you know, your profile now. I said, uh, yes, please. If this happened. <laughs> And seriously, the next day, Chris, he called me and I was like, uh, yes, let's go. And so <laughs> the crazy thing about this, you know, obviously people in Norwich did not, you know, know. And it wasn't too bad, but it was a little bit bad because so I had hernia, wow. you know, and a sports hernia. But as a player, as a footballer, you can still play through a sports hernia, you yeah. know. Um, so I'm going through rehab as playing, you know, you play, but then it does. It hurts pretty bad um, here and there. So I was in like I was maybe like. 80 percent you know coming into norwich but i was like i'm gonna push myself to the limit i wouldn't even care if this thing just pops the way it is but i'm gonna make sure this happened because i wanted to do it for Sierra Leone. you know people have cried so much they want me to play in england play in england and this was the right time to play and they send the premier league and i was like this i wake up every saturday just like now i just finished watching you know the the tottenham game and the Man City game. And we wake up all the time in, in, in the U.S. to watch this. And I'm like, I get a chance to go play there? Nah, I'm going. I don't care what's getting in my way, but I'm going. And so, Kai, when you, you so you fly into London, you get off the plane, you drive to Norwich. And just describe to me the feeling of walking through those Colney gates and walking onto the pitch at Car Road for the first time. Yeah, I think I think it was, it's, it's seriously, because it's a dream. I don't know how it happened. It didn't feel real. And uh, going into go to England, um, my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, and I told her that we we're going there. Even her, she, it was a shock to everyone. Kansas City <laughs> when I was leaving, and so even till the day I showed up to Colney to train, and I remember training, and I had to train um, with the with the with the with the reserves, you know, because like the first team was already picked and all these things. So you know, I showed up there, um, and then I trained. I remember heading into the first game. Like this is a this is a, a book. This is not real. 
And <laughs> I trained in the morning, and there was a game in the afternoon, obviously. So I just trained in the morning, and I went into the clubhouse so we can, you know, we can all eat and I'll be part of the team just to watch how they get prepared for the game. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and uh, there was rumors. Oh, Holti uh, just uh, his back has tightened up. So Kai, you're gonna have to get in. I'm like, wait, <gasps> no, no, like no, no way. I just got here. There's no. I just trained this morning with the, you know, with with the other guys. There's no way. And so now I'm nervous and people are saying this, like, Kai, you're going to have to, you know, I think you you have to strap up. I'm like, no, I didn't come here to play. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then I see Holt, but he wasn't talking to me, obviously, you know, it's Holt, it's great. Holt, he was in, so I'm like asking people around me, I say, is this true? And they go, yeah, do you have your boots? I was like, no, I don't have my boots. I didn't bring my boots. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, oh, don't worry, we'll go get it. I swear to you, this was a movie. This was a dream. Wow. And they brought it, and I was part of that Fulham game um, to be on the bench, and it was just history after that. It, it's fascinating, kind. What a story that is, by the way. Thank you for sharing. We'll get more of this. And you know what's interesting is that you're saying it was like a book, but actually, you know what, from the fans' point of view, it, it seems like a fairy tale because... We, we, we very much took you in as one of our own and we just desperately wanted you to succeed for, for, for you and your country and your journey. And it made me feel proud to support Norwich that we'd given you <laughs> this opportunity. And you must have just been blown away by the amount of support Thank you had you. from the Norwich fans. Thank you. Thank you. It was the same thing in the in the in the in the dressing room, to be honest with you, with the players. Wow. I, I feel at home. You know, I'm from I'm from Kenema, which is 150,000 people. So it's a very small, small town. So that's what Norwich felt to me. You know, it's a small place where people can be so connected to each other, you know, and it was a city where the fans, they care about the club. It's not about just one player, you know, where people follow players and when players leave and then they leave the club. No, people follow the club. You know, I remember because I lived just across the street from the, from Carroll Road, from the training, uh, I mean, from the stadium. Yeah. I lived in the apartments on the site and I would walk with the fans to the game and after the game back to my apartment. So that was like a feeling where I was like a fan and I was part of everybody walking. But at the same time, I get to be on the pitch to play. Wow. So that's why I say like the Norwich experience and my dream over there can never be, you know, never be the same for any player, I don't think. So Kai, all this, all this Kai, I'm going to call it Kai hype, right? All this Kai uh -huh. hype built up and it built up and it built up. And, and, we've, and, and we've got to now talk about that moment against Everton. 58 minutes on the clock, you come on. And then Carrow Road, and honestly, the only way I can describe it is it was a volcanic eruption of noise when you leapt like a salmon to beat Tim <laughs> Howard, by the way. You beat Tim Howard, man. That must be the highlight of your career, don't for, surely. Don't, don't forget Fellaini. He's a really big guy. He is a beast from the East. You know, some things happen, and, you know, like I said, I don't, I can't believe it happened, but... It did, and it's weird that I only end up being one goal, but it's that one goal that meant so much, you know, because, and now it's against Tim Howard, you know, who's the American grades, and I grew up in America and all this, and I get the chance to get on the field, and in part of me, I said, if you were going to score today, it's going to be the day you must score. You know, this is Timmy. Everybody's watching in the States. This yeah. is amazing. And there could not have been a perfect ball, which it's crazy. It was all set for you, I, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't know Snotty before. You know, I didn't know Snodgrass before. Yeah. But so now when I watch, every time he kicks a ball, I think I'm about to jump for the ball. I see him getting <laughs> assists these days. But it was so perfect that 
right when he stepped out to that corner kick, the outswinger is coming. I just knew. I said, this is this is going in. And uh, it was just a perfect ball just flowed in. And it was, like you said, like a salmon. <laughs> <laughs> and, of, and of course, Kai, let's talk about that, that cello, that celebration. Let's talk about that. Yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, the old Seb song. And, and so you pre-planned that. So you obviously had the, you have obviously had the confidence to, that you're going to mm-hmm. score. The, yeah. what, what's the dance all about? Talk to me about that. The dance that just came out, it was that Azonto, you know, the new dance from Ghana, which just came out. So, yes, you know, a bunch yes. of Africans were doing it. And I told them, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a celebration guy, you know, over my careers. And I said, hey, when I do score, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to dance. So, but there was so much going on. I think I did three celebrations in, in uh, for one goal, you know, <laughs> goal to goal. I'm running to the side going, yeah. And then obviously I'm Muslim, so I'm trying to, you know, bow down. Yeah, say, you know, of course. To Allah. So I add that one to it too. And then all of a sudden, my song is like, pull me up. It's like, come on, let's do the dance. He said, we'll do the dance. So I'm like, oh yeah, let's do the dance. And then they, I'm, I have to do my heart-shaped hands at the same time. Yes. So I'm like doing all these things. But the boys were, oh my God, the boys were so happy for they me. They must have just you know? loved it. There must have been such camaraderie in that changing room I, afterwards. I remember, uh, yes, I remember, you know, uh, like I said, uh, uh, Snotty or like I remember Benno. You know, just, you know, they were all just looking at me like, dude, they they can feel it was a dream. You know, it wasn't like real. It was like, you know, I'm in one of those, I don't know, Bender, like Beckham movies and it's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> you scored. And I was just like, I'm sitting there at the end of the game, sitting in the changing room. Obviously, you know, uh, Holt, you come on, uh, Holt, you scored the goals and yeah. getting that win and hearing the history about the win. And I'm sitting in the changing room, just looking at everyone. I'm like, I can't believe I've been, I'm part of this. Oh, mate. It honestly makes me tear up thinking about it. It's just absolutely amazing. Kai, on the topic of celebrations, there's two points here. One, there was also the Irish jig celebration that you did away at yes. Southampton with Wes. Yes. Talk to me about that. Yes. Why? He stole my goal. Wes stole my goal in that game. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> in, 20, in, 20, uh, in 20, actually, 2012, um, I had just did uh, the same celebration in, in America. Okay. Uh, before leaving, yeah, uh, it's part of my celebration. So I told him when I heard, you know, they was Irish. I told him I was like, oh, I did the celebration. I was like, if if I score a goal, you're on the field. You score the goal, we're doing that. So we're in Southampton, <laughs> which you know, apart from the apart from Carroll Road, Southampton is my next favorite stadium ever. Yeah. You know, like I love that place. And the game was going well. We scored that, and I was just like, come on, man, let's do it. And so you know, here's this six. I don't even know how tall I am. Six three guy and uh, and a little you know one of the best players i've ever been part you know <laughs> played with which is wes Hulahan, one of the best and we're over there i'm, I'm taking him out of his shell i'm like come on you gotta dance you with did he's doing the jig yeah you did because he's not a, he's not he's a quiet lad off off the field Wes. So we, quiet. We, we love him to pieces he's such a talent but for you to actually make him do an irish dance <laughs> is, is a pretty big I, achievement guy. i can't believe i did that i took him out of his shell but he's so quiet but when he's <laughs> on the pitch man his football speaks like different oh, you know 100 percent, kai and then the last celebration point is I think everyone wants to know. What, talk to me about the heart-shaped hands movement. Why? What happened? You know, why is it come about? Why do you do that? Oh, Gareth Bale stole my heart-shaped hands and he trademarked it. You know, um, but no, I, into in, way back in the days, uh, I started doing. I did the heart-shaped hands. It was first in Vancouver, Canada, actually. Which okay. coincidentally, I ended up playing for Vancouver Whitecaps, and. Uh, I think it was like uh, 2011, and 
you know, I, I told my family that, you know, when I score, that I'm going to, you know, do this heart thing for them. Oh, and, right. uh, and it started there, and I did one. And then that was just it. I said, you know, I need to, uh, I dance a lot, I dance a lot, but how can I just, you know, keep one celebration to be mine? And uh, that was when the hardship hand came about. And I'm going to say I own it. I don't care what players started doing it after. But I was one of the first players that was doing the heart shape hands. Get it trademarked, my friend. Get it trademarked. Uh, it's too late. <laughs> Kai, um, I, I remember an interview that you did um, a few years back, and I want to talk about this actually, because you spoke about the fact that Sierra Leone were watching your games back home, we'll call it, mm-hmm. on cinema screens. And that must have been such a proud moment for you, knowing the just the sheer impact of of what your move meant to your whole country. You must have felt like almost in a way you you, you were serving them. It's 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 amazing. Um, actually, I'm just getting some tags right now because uh, the Premier League posted you know um, the 99 countries that have scored in the Premier League, and most of you know Australian and people were tagging me on that post. Nice. That's how special. It is, you know, till this day, it's just one goal. But till this day, that my nation, you know, probably people are telling me where they were, what cinema they were watching those games. Cause, and I sat in these cinemas, you know, like I said, you know, you go in and you pay, you know, uh, it's not even a pound. It's probably 50p when you convert it to Sierra Leone money. And it's a sweat box, really. Everybody's just sitting there with a, a little projector and you're watching these games. So till this day, when I go home and I walk past these places and I'm thinking, wow, like, these people were watching my game and people people are still living up to these stuff these days and i'm just proud to have represented my country i know that there's other players that played in the premier league from sierra leone but to be the first sierra leonean to score in the premier league seriously it's it was you know i'm, I'm honored but i don't want to be the last what i really genuinely love about you guys your humility you're so down to earth. You're, you're genuinely humble. And, and one of the things that I know that you do is obviously your community work back in Sierra Leone because you want to. And and even just the, the, the small things about the fact that this is going to be so random, by the way, but it's you, you love your dog and you, you, you tell the world that you love your dog. And, and, I, and I just feel like football is... Yeah, no, I'm sorry my dog's name is Chelsea, but that's a, that's a story that goes way back. <laughs> but no, we, we ha- you have to be people. You know, you have to be human. People have to feel... Like like me, I'm normal. I that's the weird thing. Like I, when I tell you the story about how I enjoy to walk to the stadium to Carroll yeah. with the fans and walk back home, win or lose, you know, just to feel what people feel. Because I, you know, I I was once a fan. I went to games. I was a Galaxy fan. I grew up in Los Angeles, California. You know, I, and I went to games. I sat in the in the stadiums and we cheer. So I just still wanted to be that same person to tell you that. You know, it's a dream. It's a dream. You're lucky to be, you know, I'm lucky to be a professional uh, um, soccer player. But at the same time, I'm still just one of you. You know, I'm one of you that cherish this game and enjoys football. But if you work hard enough and you want it, then you can get it. So footballers, you know, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. of status just needs to be normal. Like, I mean, not everybody can do it. But if you can be normal and make people feel like, hey, I walk my dog. You know, I mop my floor, you know, I do those things. Yeah. Then, we're, yeah, we're normal. Kai, and, and talk to me about your community work back back in Sierra Leone. I'm really, really quite passionate about yeah. talking about that because you, you, you're often yeah. you're often going back and, and basically doing whatever you can to help, aren't you? No, I didn't. And that's, again, because of, you know, how I grew up, where I came from and being able to achieve what I did achieve. Um, Civil War, America, the you know, the land of opportunity, as you call it, but playing in the Premier League at the same time. You know, um, 
I'm honored to 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 say that I'm doing these things, and obviously my my celebration, which is the heart shaped hands, you know, through that I'm able to you know launch my own foundation in 2012, Heart Shaped Hand Foundation. But I wanted to go back home, and I always go back home to try to tell the kids over there like have a dream and continue to dream, you know, give them scholarships in schools, and uh, just to make sure that they believe that somebody's looking at them and somebody's trying to push them. And that's where, you know, I'm really, really, really passionate about. And, you know, when I played in Norwich, which was amazing, um, um, a group of guys made a documentary about, you know, my journey in Sierra Leone and mm. the national team. And they premiered a movie in Norwich, which is, you know, the fundraising was so good. And through that fundraising, which was one of the biggest, we was able to build a school in Sierra Leone that's, you know, education for all, Kai Kamar, you know, education for all. That's my World Cup. That's my championship. Like, no matter how it is, for how long, that school is always going to be there. And you can always cherish. And Norwich, seriously, I'm not just, you know, sugarcoating this, Chris. It's <laughs> part of that because we, you know, when I played there, that was the first place where they did the premiere of the movie and we raised a lot of funds from the people that showed up that day. I absolutely love to hear that. It makes me genuinely proud to be from Norwich, from Norfolk. And Kyle, a bit about your foundation. So obviously foundation is still running. Where, where can Norwich fans listening right now, where, where can they help? How can they help? Yes, uh, and, and the foundation is Hardship Hands Found, uh, Hardship hardship hands foundation.com or kaikamara.com it's there which is actually you know i'm looking to grow in it now that i've spent two months in sierra leone and football is going not as good in the country so i'm actually thinking of growing it and making it a, a, a soccer school which will give opportunity to the kids you know that play because the problem with africa is either you're playing football or you're going to school there's right. no two okay you know, but how can you yes it, it, if you're really good at football you have no education if you if you really you know good in school, your parents are not going to let you play football. But how can you have a, a ground to have people do both? The ones that's really good and also give them education. So that's what Hardship Hands is trying to get into now. But again, Chris, that's another topic one day that we'll get into. But well, that, <laughs> this is a celebration of Norwich right now, uh, for sure, a hundred percent. But we will be sure to to try and support you as much as we can on that front, Kai. Kai, let, let let's talk about. You told me off air beforehand that apparently you want to become an actor yes <laughs> yes i do i do um, um what movie are you gonna be in come on what movie what's can the, what's i the, not what's do the, that's the thing uh, you know? <laughs> james bond uh, james bond oh yeah uh, i'll be I'll definitely be one of the bad guys in james bond <laughs> you know <laughs> even though i look really good in a suit trust me i look really good in the suit <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll be one of the bad guy. I actually met Idris Alba in Sierra Leone. Wow! Um, recently, he was there. Obviously, you no know, one. He has a Sierra Leone background, and he's starting to do a project in Sierra Leone. So we met in Sierra Leone, which is good. Mm -hmm. No, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very passionate about you know the movie industry. I've been doing my my classes, and you know, I love football and all. But I feel like I have so much to give. You know, that I definitely um, I'm going to push myself and trying to do some movies. Um, there's a lot of movies out there. I know everybody looks, everybody's the tips that they give me. Oh, this, you know, all this, you know, uh, let me say, like the Captain Phillips or the bad boys, you know, the, this, this, you can be in it. But, you know, I'm going to push the envelope and not just being in a sports movie, but hopefully, you know, something that people can, you know, really remember me from. Who, who are your favorite actors, Kai? Oh, my God. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you? You know, it's like. <laughs> you stink for Leonardo DiCaprio, actually. I could imagine you loving him. He's definitely tops. I mean, the guy's done it all. You know, he's done it all. He's done it all except for surviving most of the movies that he's in. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But no, it's good. It's good. You know, I wish that okay. Now I'm gonna go back and say that I really wish I would have stayed in that little town of Norwich. Man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's sad that the deal didn't work out the way it is. Like, what's the odds that I was coming back to America two days before the loan was done? The last game was against Manchester City, oh. and we we're gonna win. And at the Athead three one. What's the odds of that? You know. Well, Kai, I tell you now, when you get your first movie. Come uh, and make sure that you're there for the premiere. Make the premiere in Norwich. We'll bring all of the Norwich fans. We'll make it a massive celebration of, of Kai Kamara. Kai, obviously, right right now, you're, you're at Colorado Rapids, aren't you? Yes, I'm playing and, and for how, Colorado Rapids. And, and how are you enjoying your time there? Oh, great, great. Uh, I'm a journeyman, as I said, in MLS. I've played for about seven clubs and, uh, you know, it's it's really good, you know. It's not about. I mean, I, I cherish myself obviously in the MLS playing for all these clubs and making sure I'm scoring, you know, ten plus goals. And but I want to win a championship, you know. It was a rough year for us last year, which I played with Tim Howard, and I actually scored another goal against Tim Howard last year, which was an own goal. <laughs> <laughs> not good, but you know, me and Timmy played again, and I always bring it up that I scored against him in Norwich. He didn't like it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I look forward to uh, you know. I'm here in Colorado, but. But, you know, MLS is growing. MLS is so much bigger than it was before. Yeah. And I cherish to be in the fact that, you know, I've been professional for, what, 15 years and I'm still going strong. Kai, I must say, um, something that did cross the pond was your famous twerking celebration that you got booked for. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was going through your head to just pull, so, out, pull out a twerk for your celebration? So, so yesterday we played a, a friendly and actually, somebody took a shot, and it went off my butt, and he went in, and I started twerking. I said, "Hey, that's another one." <laughs> no, um, it was it was from uh, it was from the NFL. Okay, there was a player in the NFL in the American Football League that uh, had a touchdown, and then he twerked, and then <laughs> he was getting a lot of stick for it. And I said, "You know what? Let's see what it happened if you do it in soccer." <laughs> so, <laughs> luckily, seriously, a day later, I scored that goal. And I was like, all right, let's try it. <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. Well, you got booked, didn't you? Um, Kai, one of the things that, of course, is worth stating is there's a lot of Norwich fans listening right now. And I, re- I really wanted to give you the opportunity to uh, to send a message to all of those Norwich fans that have supported you whilst you're in yellow and green. Yeah, no, uh, there's not much, you know, thank you you can say. I don't think there's another word of thank you to the people of Norwich, to the, the organisation, you know, the, the players that I was part of and the fans i mean that's even follow me till this day and if you don't please get on it 2k3 on instagram <laughs> or you know, kai kamara on twitter or facebook no but it's seriously the norwich holds such a special place in my heart and yes it's the only club i played for in the premier league but the colors and the 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 fan base is more like a family than you know than the big clubs that you look at and just say, okay, this is, you know, a big money club. I even got a book from, from Delia. Like she signed a book for me, like when I was gone. And like, this it's crazy. The book is here. My wife, you know, made cupcakes from the book not so long ago. <laughs> and like when those things come up that I'm so connected with you guys and thank you so much. And, you know, it, it would never be the end of me in Norwich, whether if it's just to come back and watch games, but, you know, I always cherish you guys and uh, my kids and we'll always, you know, 
that I know about, you know, my days at Norwich. Oh, mate, it's so it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much um, for taking the time to talk to us. I appreciate it. We could go on for hours. We'll have to do a round two. Of, and, and of course, you, Chris. To, to, to all of the Norwich fans that are listening around the world right now, if you've enjoyed this episode, I'm sure you have. And if you haven't, what the hell are you on about? Don't forget to give us a five-star review on iTunes. Don't you dare give us a four-star. <laughs> and make sure you're following at Talk Norwich City on social media for the best city content on the internet. Finally, there's only one thing left to say, Kai. Do you know what that is? Let's do it. On the ball city. On the ball city, baby. Let's go. <laughs> hey, thank you very much. Yeah. Let's go, Norwich. And good luck to the to the guys that's wearing the the the, the yellow and green at the moment. And uh, you know, keep supporting the team, uh, fans. It's not really about the players. Support the team because that's what that's how you build families, you know? Kai, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Bye-bye.